program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back to another day of the tailgate. Kate is out there producing, and uh, Jeff has taken ill. Uh, believe me, yesterday I was not. Su- I'm not surprised he could not come in today because uh, he was pretty be- rough shape yesterday, and uh, hopefully he didn't breathe on me too much. But so we uh, we went to the bullpen, called in a right hander, Mr. Robert A. R. Andrew, the old right hander. R. Albert Andrew. Remember when we decided we were going to do that? Yeah. We were going to put our, make our bio. R. Albert Andrew. And R. Albert Andrew. P. Bernard Dooley. <laughs> P. Bernard Fife Dooley. <laughs> it would have been nice. <laughs> we should have stuck with that, like G. Allen Wright. Yeah. And, you know. well, what did Dylan or G. Tom, Allen What Taylor. did Dylan Tomlinson do with his byline? He had something like it that. It was something Dylan Tomlinson, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it was. You know my last byline in the uh, Fort Lauderdale paper? Um, I didn't do it, but somebody may have done it, but you typed it on actual yeah. typing paper back then. Remember those pages where you typed on it and it had to be within the line, certain, and yeah. it scanned it and everything? And my bat- last byline appeared in the paper as bye-bye Pat Dooley. <laughs> and I don't know if somebody did that or not, but I don't think I did. I had a good one in the Clearwater Sun pen. I took dictation from Don McMullen. Heavy we, dictation? We called him, <laughs> We used to call him Little Hitler, too, because he was like any sport, any time. So before I did the dictation, I put his byline by uh, Don McMullen, Sunstaff Dictator. Well, and I forgot to change it. Rain in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Don that's Mullen. not the worst one. The worst was uh, uh, Bobby Tyler. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, and this, uh, this is a funny story, but it's, you know, different times. This is went back before I even came to Gainesville. And and they used to write up everything that was going on on a on. This is back like when a we calendar. Used, yeah, we used paper. Yeah, there was. I mean, we don't use paper <sighs> much anymore. And it was like meet the gymnast night, and so he wrote meet the little hussies. I remember up there. you telling and me it, about and that. And the trouble was, the person who was doing the agate just took everything right off that sheet mm-hmm. and word for in word the paper meet the little hussies. <laughs> he getting in trouble? He got in a little bit of trouble, and next thing you know, I was sports editor, and I had moved to Gainesville. Yeah. So and it changed your whole life too. Yeah, look at definitely. it definitely. All right, plenty of stuff to talk about. I want to talk to Robbie a little bit about uh, the uh, the game this weekend or all the games this weekend. Uh, we did talk about it on Monday, but we had a computer issue uh, on the uh, podcast. So your my typical Monday yes nowhere maybe with Robbie didn't get had to get cut. And I, I got rejected. That, yeah, there were other people that were listening and they were sending me texts going, hey, we can't hear Robbie. And I'm like, oh, man. But I didn't They find didn't that miss out. much. <laughs> uh, they, they always miss something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, luckily it worked for the HBC and he was pretty good. Did you know that the HBC was in the ROTC when he was in high school? No, but that sounds pretty cool. The HBC and the ROTC. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, he was talking about it. He, cause he so doesn't he, strike me as the type. I know, but he. I think it was required. In Tennessee, but that's why he really loved the pageantry of 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that. Because he had to do it. Uh, yeah, me, they've got the horses, the marching, all uh, that stuff. It's it is pretty, pretty incredible cool. place. It's That was a good road trip for, for Coach. He got yeah. to see all that and got a and good Lisa game win, and, and the quarterback uh, played great. Lisa and Davis and yeah. uh, Jerry. So they went on the team playing. Jeff Cardoza went with the band. He did? <laughs> Maybe that's why he lost his voice. It could be. Although I told him, he said, you know, I might have caught it from uh, one of the kids or something. I go, you might have caught it in College Station where everybody's been sick. And they yeah. had a bunch oh, yeah, of they've got out. the flu going on there. Yeah, and apparently uh, Florida had their own issues. And, of course, a year ago at this time, they went to Columbia with some guys out with the flu or, or not feeling well and put Man, together one of the worst performances That's when they of all quit time. completely on the field. That was ridiculous. Yeah, and I do want to talk to you during the show today um, about – memories of, of great South Carolina games, and there's a ton of them. It's amazing to think. I think they have played – I wrote it down somewhere. Um, I think they've played uh, – well, I didn't write it down on this sheet of paper, though. So I think it's 29-10-3 Florida is. Yeah. And 12 of those games came before they joined the SEC. But since they joined the SEC, it really – they are some of the most memorable games yeah. in, in Florida history. And we'll talk about those. Yeah, the Jarvis Moss in, block. In, in good ways and bad yeah. ways. I mean, Steve Spurrier set two coaches packing. I know. <laughs> and he got a Gatorade bath in, he did. in the swamp. He did. So we'll talk about all that. We're going to uh, get what Robbie thinks should be the four teams that go into the playoff tonight, even though I we know it's fairly insignificant, but it's still interesting. At four he thinks should go in, the four that he thinks will be in as we as they announce that tonight at seven. Uh, we may cut out a little early tonight because uh, I have to get to the quarterback club. Sean Kelly speaking tonight. Look forward to hearing what he has to say and uh, what it's been like for his first. Well, he's had nine football games and one basketball game, I guess. Yeah, um, He's just so getting started. Far. And we do want to talk about Florida basketball, yeah. which started the uh, season last night with a <laughs> A fairly easy win. I saw Kelsey on TV three times really? last night. I I could tell it was her. I mean, I, I you couldn't really see her face, but she has that red hair now. So. Yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. Hey Dooley, but what? How was the Mr. Urban Dooley. Meyer thing last week? Yeah, Mister Dooley. Sorry. Yeah. How was the Urban it was Meyer thing? Spectacularly good. I it was. Stunning. Did you have a chance to talk to him? I did. I we sat uh, at dinner. He didn't eat, but uh, he and Shelley were there, and they. Uh, they were uh, very comfortable, and the fans came up, and he did a few things for some fans, signed some things, helped out, did a message thing for a young kid that's fighting cancer. People were very receptive. Good. Uh, I went up there. I, I, You know how I introduced him, Robbie, after all that talk about all these jokes I was yeah. going to make about him? I introduced him that the thing I'll remember the most about Urban Meyer is the way he treated your or my dads. Oh, yeah. Because – my dad, he sent a birthday present to. He loved my dad. Talked about him all the time. Your dad Fun passed away. Football. Yeah, the week of that Georgia, Georgia game. game. Yeah, his last Georgia game. And dad hated Georgia. I know, and he played at Florida. So uh, you, he gave you a game ball. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So I'm saying, I, I said, and Karen made a good point. She goes, "You want to make sure that Shelley and Urban feel comfortable. You don't want to get up there and and get people. Yeah, with a joke or something. Yeah, like, with yeah. A jo- I'd already told all the good jokes. Yeah. You know, the the, <laughs> the guy who gave you two national championships and Aaron Hernandez. You know, that, <laughs> she got, that got a lot of laughs three weeks ago, yeah. you know. So yeah. um, I, I didn't want to – I certainly went up. But no. then he got up and he was hilarious. He was? In fact, um, 
He was just telling stories, but Florida stories or just Florida stories and career stories. Yeah, I think the one that the funniest one he told was about how he was out recruiting for six straight weeks when he yeah. was at, when he was at I want to say Colorado State. <clears throat> so he's out recruiting for six weeks in a row. Finally gets home. Uh, there's a big storm. He goes to bed. He's just exhausted. There's a big storm. His daughter, two-year-old daughter, runs in, jumps into bed. She's scared. Gigi, I think it was. Yeah. And um, so the next day he gets up, takes a shower, gets his clothes on, ready to go. And he sees Gigi and talking to Shelly out there. And Gigi says to Shelly, is that my daddy? <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Is I'm that like, strange man my daddy? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he, but his the punchline was even better. He goes, now, if, if if she had said, is that my Uncle Bill again? <laughs> yeah, that would, that would That's that a good would, one. But that was a good, I mean, and he was That's great. Funny. And um, people really didn't ask very many questions. And I, I said the, big, the biggest reason they didn't ask a lot of questions is the questions they, they, they want to ask them, they can't ask them. None. And what happened with that girl up in Columbus? What yeah. happened with, uh, why did you let Aaron Hernandez? I mean, all those things yeah. that, you know, the the baggage that Urban Meyer has. But he did say he's done yeah. with, with coaching. He's well, Maybe this is a, a start for him heading toward the Ring of Honor, Pat. Maybe it's like the very first baby step. I think that's part of it. That. I think that's part of why he, he wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, I think he I think that's important for him to get in there and flow and we've talked about this before, Robbie. Florida was trying to push him in there, and he deserves to be in there. Yeah, well, two national titles. Yes, but and he's the only person that's eligible for it. And again, I think Florida is going to eventually try to change that. I, there are dozens too many of people. people left off. Yeah, uh, and and as we know, nobody may ever uh, uh, qualify again. I know. In theory, well, yeah, you got to win a national championship. Or you got to be a uh, Heisman winner, or you got to be named Wilbur Marshall, or you go into the NFL Hall of Fame. Those are the three things. Was Lomas Brown in the Ring of Honor? Nope. Well, that, he should be in the Ring of Honor. He is the best offensive lineman. In the he would history. be the first guy. I would, if if they came to me and they said, Pat, you get to pick three people for the Ring of Honor. Uh, I, Lomas Brown would be number. He'd one. He'd be my number one pick too. He was the best offensive lineman that's ever played here. I think. I think you know who would be number two would be Carlos Alvarez because yeah, of all the stuff he did year, academic yeah. too, academic All American. You know, one all these scholarships has represented the university as well as anybody possibly could. I think that would be, but I don't know that. And that yeah, like you said, that sophomore year was still yeah. I mean, if he doesn't injure his knee after yeah. that sophomore year, he would have had a phenomenal. The numbers would be totally off the charts. I don't know who. Well, would maybe be. because Dickey came on after that and. They weren't going to throw the ball much anyway after that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't go well. In fact, that 1971 team, well, every time I look up stats about how bad their defense is, the 71 team always has a little, little bit worse. <laughs> nice four and seven yeah. squad. All right, let's go ahead and take one phone calls, but we'll answer your phone calls all day here, here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew, let's get to Aquarius to start off the show. What's going on, Aquarius? Hey, Pat, how you doing? Good. Um, I just want to talk about the game Saturday. I hope that both sides are playing together this game and they humiliate Spencer Rattler because I remember when they when Oklahoma beat us in the Cotton Bowl. After that game, he trolled us, talking about that's the scout team, telling every recruit that was going to Florida, don't go to that team. They're a scout team. You don't want to play for them. 
I hope the defense go out there and humiliate him from the first quarter to the to to the clock strike zero. DQ, we need to get you to give the locker room. Space. Yeah, I mean, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go play right now. <laughs> but you're right. That was that was a humiliating night for the defense. Yeah, unfortunately, what it kind of was the scout team because yeah. so many guys that but most of the guys that opted out had opted out on on offense. You know, yeah. Tony and and Pitts. Yeah. And, those guys, they just, yeah. And then trash I mean, to the bench early. He had three touchdowns throwing and one uh, rushing, and yeah, it was embarrassing. But Rattler, that, that is motivation. The other motivation is what happened in that game last year, how Florida just disappeared and got humiliated up there. So Florida should be very fired up for this game. Yeah, I would be, I would be yeah. showing them some uh, Beamer after the game clips. Yeah, where he's doing week. goofy, stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I had. All right, Good appreciate stuff. the call. But you are right. I mean, it, look, I know we're very late in the year. We're nine games into the season. Florida's not going in. Well, well you, you hope they're going to a bowl eligible, game. Hopefully. But the bottom line is, uh, if these guys don't have pride on senior day to go out and play their tails off after what that team did to them last year, after what Spencer Rattler did to them the last time he played them. Yeah, rub their noses in There it. is so much motivation. Yeah. And part of it is to get bowl eligible. Uh, South Carolina's already done that. Yeah, getting to six and three. How many seniors are there on this team that are scholarship players? I saw something and again. <clears throat> Twitter is evil, as we all know, and you don't you don't want and to, getting more evil by the day. Well, you don't want to you don't want to take something you saw on Twitter and, and, as gospel because no. a lot of times it's just trolls and people goofing off. And um, but anyway, um, that there are only three or four guys who could not return. Ventrell Miller would be one. Yeah. Like Pouncey is one who doesn't play. Um, trying to think who the other ones are. Man, how good was Ventrell Miller the other day, Pat? He was good. Sideline to sideline. He, he played great. He's good every day. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about him. That's what makes him such a special player. And I, I, I will say this. I mean, he's going to be part of three of the worst defenses in the – well, really two because he didn't play hardly at all last year. He yeah, he with? was hurt. So. But still, he was the COVID year, he was on that team, and, and this year is statistically is going to be still awful, even if they have figured things out. Um, but he's he literally is one of my favorite players. Yeah, me too. And you know what? He was a three-star guy coming out of high school, Pat. Talk about player to development. Play hard. Huh? Playing hard, man. Yeah. That's all it's about. Yeah. Playing hard, doing your assignment. Do, do what your assignment and play hard. Go 100, 100 miles an hour. We'll talk about that tomorrow and whether this defense from Florida found something in the second half of the Texas A&M game or is Texas A&M just that bad. We'll be back with more Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew on the tailgate ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baia. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be hosting the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Tampa Bay currently sits at fourth in the Atlantic Division right behind the Toronto Maple Leafs. On the other hand, the Oilers also sit at fourth but in the Pacific Division. You can catch live coverage of these two teams duking it out right here at 8 p.m. It was an eventful weekend in college football with a few big matchups that took place. The college football playoff rankings come out tonight and we can expect a few changes. LSU upset Bama while number one Tennessee was defeated by Georgia. We can also see changes to the rankings after number four Clemson lost to number 20 Notre Dame. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baya.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. Pat Dooley and Robert Andrew coming at you. Jeff's out sick today. And uh, I know you. I, I did watch the whole game last night. I don't know if you got to see any of it because the basketball game. I didn't know where to watch it at. Do you have ESPN Plus? I don't think so. Okay, you got you got to pay for ESPN oh, Plus. I don't think I, 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 I do. don't have that. I heard they look good though. Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw Kelsey three times too. So, thumbs up to the finally showing the rowdies. Um, oh yeah, that's good. They moved the cameras yeah. to the other side. So every once in a while, that red hair would you know she's dyed her hair yeah. red. It, it would flash and. Um, was there I'll a say, pretty hey. decent crowd? 
wasn't bad. It wasn't loud. The, the rowdies were their typical loud cells, but uh, it wasn't a crazy crowd. Again, the game wasn't real yeah. competitive. They Stony Brook apparently had a bunch of guys out. A bunch of guys have been hurt. One guy got hurt in practice, and he ended up, I think, leading him in scoring, but um, or got hurt at the walkthrough. How do you get hurt in a walkthrough? I don't know. He hurt his toe. Um, anyway, um, but here's the thing I, I took from the game. This is a very long athletic team. Now, in other words, the kind of team they've had trouble with in the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> long and athletic. But what they, they lack a little bulk. Um, you know, Castleton has definitely back, bulked up a little bit. Seemed to affect his free throw shooting last night. But, it did? Yeah, but I don't, I'm sure it's just you shoot three free throws, it's not going to affect your stats 20 games in. But, um, you know, I, I love Will Richard. He, he Yeah, he I like him a lot. I uh, like the point guard. Oh, Lofton, yeah. yeah. It is um, – it's the first point guard they've had since Nemhard, and even then Nemhard was – Nemhard was great. There, don't get me wrong, but he it forced him to play a slower pace. They don't have to do that with Lofton. Yeah, he the, can he can get up and down. The great thing about Lofton, though, that I really <laughs> like, just wine again, we're one game yeah. in, so who knows? They may not win a game. The rest but of the early year. observations. Yeah. yeah, was the way he sets up the half court. Yeah. And he comes down, and he's, he's seen everything. And Mark Wise made this comment several times. That he what he loves about him is he just doesn't he doesn't just take the ball and start dribbling and then he's got a plan he's waiting yeah. for to see what's going on and then passing or, yeah. or then doing you know and they they I mean they played zone the whole night which um, um, Stony Brook did again probably because of uh, all the guys they had out and Florida had you have to do that you have to pass into the middle then kick yeah. it out and all that and and they were very effective doing that but again it's very early in the season. Big stunner, though, and congratulations to my man Donnie Jones. Big upset. Stetson beats FSU last night, and, of course, Florida's got FSU coming up now. Who would have saw that one coming, though? Not me. In fact, when I saw they were playing them, I go, ooh, that's not going to be good. Um, As it turns out, it wasn't for FSU. It was good. It was good for me, though. I'm always happy when I see something like that. So uh, we had a lot of basketball games last night, but really that was – to me, that was the only score on, oh, you know, you, yeah. most of his guys playing against the Stony Brooks of the world. Yeah, you don't expect an upset on that on an opening night like that. Yep. So um, if you guys want to talk about that, 3928255, the number to call. If you want to talk about more about, I mean, this is two, usually Tuesdays when we kind of wrap up uh, Florida's the previous, game? previous game, and then we start to look ahead uh, tomorrow. But uh, obviously, Robbie, the big question I have going into this next game is did Florida figure something out in the second half on defense or not? Well, that we're going to find out. I, you know, you, you look at teams like LSU that struggle the road. They did take a step on defense and they've gotten a lot better. Now can Florida do that? They, that was their best half of football by far the other day. And you know, it's got to give them some confidence moving forward now, but you know, you got to take the next step now and play, keep playing like that. And it, you know, get better and better as the, over the course of the year and set up next year. You know what I'm saying? Get get things positive. They they played two really good second halves in a row. Yeah. Because of Georgia. Well, yeah, game. they outscored yeah. Georgia, yeah. what, 17 to 14? Yeah, and it could in have been more. Half? I mean, yeah. They, you know, but, um, and they scored, what, 20 unanswered points against the number one team in the country in that game? Into the first half? Second half. They did. Yeah. 
So no, I think so, it was seventeen. Okay, well, either yeah. anyway, you, they've proved that they can play with the best team in the country. Yeah, for and, a half. Yeah, I mean, so, and, again, I think it's just part of the process. The building. And I was I was listening to somebody talk about this today with with another team. It had nothing to do with Florida, but it, it's another. It's it's true with Florida too. It's not so much what you do this year; it's what you build for next year. And yeah, then, it's kind of how you yeah. do it, you know. So that when you come back next year, yeah. everybody knows exactly what is yeah. expected of them. It's called culture, and that's yeah. what he's been working on. It's kind of like uh, and it's ongoing; it's day to day. It's kind of like he's got a petri dish, and he keeps yeah. stirring it up a little bit to, more. Yeah, Frank out, and he took that little Brenton Cox piece out and threw it yeah. away. <laughs> that was addition by subtraction, I think. Yeah, well, based on what we saw the other day. The funny thing was, I kept going. You know, I haven't seen anybody rush really wide and take themselves out of the plate just today. to get a sack for the NFL yeah. guys. Yeah, he's getting ready for the NFL now. Yeah. Um, but again, he made some good plays. He Florida, did. He he led them in tackle for lo- tackles for loss. Yeah. But there were is- other issues going on. Yeah, as well, well. stuff we don't really know about, but just from an outside perspective, it looked like he had become kind of a me guy that. All that, that he didn't care about winning or losing, he cared about what the draft people thought of him. And we are on the outside looking at it. Yeah, we definitely are. Well, here's a great, you know, I, I like to give you stats, Robbie, all the time. Yeah. Okay, here's a good stat for you. Do you know what team leads the SEC in turnover margin? I don't, I, you gave me one of these before, but not that one. No. It's a team that's not great, huh? No. Well, you can say that. You can make an argument. That they're not great? Yeah. <laughs> Alabama? Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. The other one you gave me was that Auburn leads the league in sacks. Was no, that? it wasn't Auburn. No. It was... Um, I thought it was. No, it was Liberty was leading the country in sacks. Oh, oh li- okay. Yeah. Liberty. Auburn's leading to something else. I don't know what it is. Well, Auburn's leading in sideline antics. <laughs> yeah, really. That was kind of like Williams was like, like it was entertaining to watch, mind. but it was almost like you, he was auditioning not to be a head. But it was almost like watching a, an overzealous high school coach running around like a wild man. Yeah, well, he that, he was overzealous for a high school coach. Yeah, but um, and I understand what he was doing. Yeah, but he's uh, trying to get them fired up to play. It's not going to help help you get a head coaching job. All right, so they're plus eight, Florida now. And and how do you get to have a good turnover margin? Well, obviously you, you get take care of the ball, but you take care of the ball. Yeah, was it three games in a row that uh, no Richardson turnovers. has not turned the ball over? And that you know they've been in all those games. Um, yeah, you know, and that's the way this season's been. They've been in every game. Every game has been interesting. It's come down to yeah. the end, um, to let to the fourth quarter, and you know sometimes they win, sometimes they lose, and they just continue to try to build on that. But uh, you know it's. I'm still curious to see two things. One is whether the defense has figured something out. Or are they gonna, in the first half, South Carolina's going to go up and down the field like everybody else says. And we South Carolina's know. not great on offense. No. Um, the other thing South Carolina's not good is uh, stopping the run, which yeah. should lead right into Florida being able to, to control the game, which is, you know, uh, one thing I did admire about um, – Billy Napier in that game was he didn't panic when they had trouble running early. Yeah, they kept going at it, and they finally busted some out of there and got things going. And they kept getting those false starts. They had four false yeah. starts on the right tackles, two t- two different yeah. guys. 
That long AR run helped open things up, I think. It did. By him getting on the edge like that. And again, you, you sit there and you go, why doesn't it happen more often? Well, maybe it doesn't happen because when it happens, you're going, oh, they weren't ready for it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not in those meetings. I don't understand. But I like like the play they had down on the goal line. We talked to, Jeff and I talked about a little bit about this yesterday. And so they go for it on fourth down. And I'm like, yeah, I would go for it too. Oh, you, I would too. You there. can end the game right here. Yeah, the game's over if you go in. Then you run the the read option and he and gets gives stuffed. it and he gets stuffed for an eight yard loss and you're like well why didn't you pull it yeah so and I don't know it looked to me like Napier was going oh you got to pull it there yeah but who knows if that's true yeah I've had a couple of neighbors this week have asked me why does AR play much better on the road and my only theory there is that he feels pressure playing at home because the fans are so critical and so quick to be critical of him I think when he goes on the road he feels more relaxed and plays his game and I think that's he needs to somehow transfer that to, to the swamp and play relaxed. But the fans don't. They seem on edge when he's playing, like they're waiting right. for him to screw up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, he, I, and a he's a local kid. It means a ear, lot to yeah, him. Yeah, in his head. But, and that's the other thing is last year we kind of assumed that he did so well on the road just because he was a backup quarterback and he yeah. gets put in the game. Like, obviously, unbelievable against LSU, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable against USF. Yeah. Didn't really play much against Kentucky. Uh, but now he's now played five true road games. Not you know I'm not to count Florida Georgia because yeah. that's not a true road game. Five true road games in two years, and he's got over 1,200 yards and 15 touchdowns. See, that's that, there's no mistaking the record. He's better on the road. I, and again, I, I maybe there it's what he's eating on the road. Maybe he's eating different. Yeah, you know, I don't know. And that's one thing I remember when. Remember the urban first year? Florida kind of struggled on the road. They lost at South Carolina. They they got destroyed at Alabama. What was it thirty one three or something? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, thirty eight to three. I think it was bad. I remember that was a, the pro throw game. Yeah, he pro got throw game. Blew yeah. his uh, blew his career out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Urban after that game just looking devastated. Yeah, just devastated. And I was like, oh, welcome to the SEC. Uh, this is the way it is here yeah. in this league. He had just beaten Kentucky badly. Remember, they put all the backups in, and then Kentucky scored twice, so they had to put – I remember. Yeah, I do remember. We were down the field towards the end of the game, and Brandon Siler had to be put back in the game, and he hit somebody in the sideline. It was the only <laughs> time I've ever seen anything like that with uh, – what is it, forced times – what is it? Force times mass equals energy. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. And I see. I didn't do good in physics. Was watching. I never took physics. Was being on the field when Ray Lewis made a play like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, for for the Ravens. Um, but yeah. So I think he thought he had it figured out, and then it, that happened, and then obviously LSU. But remember, so they lose to Alabama on the road, LSU on the road, South Carolina on the road. And so Urban basically said, "Look, we got to examine everything. Like, yeah. what kind of what kind of butter are we using on yeah. the, you know, in pregame meal? Everything." And he did, and they got things straightened out, and they became a, a really good road team. You don't win two national championships without being. You got to win team. on the road, no question about it. You know who said that? <clears throat> the the greatest story ever told to me was Marv Levy, when he was talking to his team, and he said. You know what happened with the with the Germans? You know why Hitler lost? He couldn't win on the road. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> couldn't win on the road. If you don't win on the road, you go home. 
We're not going home. We're going to stay here for a good hour and a half. Uh, if he you... couldn't win in England, he couldn't win in Russia. He lost both those big road games. Hitler didn't win about? in France either. Really, I mean, well, he did. He took he, over France, but, but then, yeah, but then he lost it back. Well, that was his home field. So was that <laughs> D Day? Was it was a, that was a road game for the Allies? I guess it was. Yeah, yeah technically. No, but he lost England, at at England and at the Soviet Union. So. He bounced badly to the Soviet Union. Yeah, he did. That was like playing Alabama at its yeah. peak. Yeah. Big Red Army. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. Coming after you. Um, all right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. we got a lot more things to discuss here on the tailgate. If you want to get a uh, phone call in, 392-8255. You're listening to the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because... Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch. Lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. A tropical storm watch remains in effect for our area tonight. Increasing clouds staying windy. Lows in the upper 50s. Tomorrow, cloudy skies wind gusts up to 30 miles an hour possible with an increasing chance for downpours, especially late in the afternoon. Then overnight tomorrow into Thursday, Nicole expected to make landfall somewhere between West Palm Beach and the Space Coast. Downpours expected all day Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Packers will be at home for the playoff. After Thanksgiving, they're going to call the local storage place along with whoever can move their stuff to the storage and move it out of town for the guys that are becoming free agents and things of that nature. Their assistants are going to start planning for post-Christmas vacation. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back, and uh, word uh, to the wise, or the, or the Mark wise, or the Mary wises, but to the wise, uh, be careful. It's another bad storm coming our way. And, or it looks uh, like it's coming our way. Yeah, and again, we, we got lucky last time. It, it veered off. Of course, the poor people down in uh, uh, that area in, in uh, was it, Naples? Yeah. Just south of Naples. What was it was Fort it? Myers Beach. Fort Myers got, Beach, got yeah. Got, got the worst. I don't know. My brain is not working in right. In downtown St. Augustine got flooded. I uh, did, yeah. Oh, man. Did you see those San Marco Boulevard pictures? Yeah, it they was were unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and, again, this is another – it's not as bad a storm, but it's a storm. And winds are going to be high. Um, yeah, it's gotten up to 65 miles an hour. Yeah. Like. So uh, be careful. I, in fact, I was supposed to speak Thursday night at the uh, Palaka Gator Club and – they they've canceled and hunkering down and I, I understand. I certainly I I I am I don't want to say I'm happy because I love talking to them and they're great people. Yeah. A lot of good gators in Black. I did not want to be driving in that no way. Storm no. On on that road at night? No, no way. Oh my God. You wouldn't have made it back. That road is scary in the daytime yeah. when it's not raining. It is. Because it's like two lanes a whole that what is it? It's a Putnam Hall to Palaka. Yeah, a twenty mile late, ride. Yeah. You could go the other way. Now it's almost four lane the whole way. Which way? Go twenty Hawthorne. Yeah, it's almost four lane really? the whole way now. They're still working on it, but it, a lot of it. There's maybe eight miles that are only two lane now. Isn't it? But I'm just guessing. Isn't it fitting that they finally they finally made this great bypass to Stark to the airport in Jacksonville? Now we don't fly anymore. I, I know. Oh, well. All right, let's go to the phones. Mark's up. What's going on, Mark? Hey, Pat. Uh, just to follow up on your um, World War II stats, uh, you, you're correct that uh, Hitler was 0-2 on road games, but um, the France game was actually a forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did not end well for him. And also, he took it hard. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like a true coach should. <laughs> I don't think he was a you real think coach. Okay, you do. 
Uh, it's good. I, and again, we don't want to talk Hitler all day here. No. <laughs> I brought it up because it's a great line by yeah. Marv Levy, and he would get his team fired up yeah. by using that. Uh, let's see what Byron's got today. What's going on, Byron? Hey there. Good afternoon to you. Sorry to hear that the Jeff is not doing well today. But, uh, Mark, I am, uh, excuse me, Robbie, I am glad that you're subbing today. Thanks, Mark. Sorry that I have to talk to you on a day when, after uh, Notre Dame had a big victory. That kind of makes me sad. But, um,. I don't know. I, I had a hard time figuring out what I was rooting for. Yeah, there. I'm not a big Clemson fan, yeah. to be honest yeah, with you. I, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind them, the ACC yeah. getting eliminated. I didn't from, mind that at all. And they haven't played no. that great all year. I, they they no. just don't look like a playoff well, team. Ungulalele has just been so – He's struggling he's, so he's, bad. He's more erratic than Anthony Richardson. Oh, by far. Not even close. Uh, you don't think a Clemson 11-1 and would have a chance to get back in the playoff? Well, here's the problem. Yeah. Who, who would they beat? To get back oh, well, in. Well, I mean, if they win the ACC championship, I no, guess they No, but who would they beat in the ACC right. championship? Wake Forest, probably. Yeah, yeah like a. Yeah, uh, Wake Forest? Okay. Could right. be a nine yeah. three Wake yeah. Forest. Yeah, I won't get you much. Yeah, that's not going to get you anything. Brownie points, style points. Yeah, I think they're out of the like playoff. That. Alabama and Clemson I, are out. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to say they're eliminated, but the chances are not good for no. either one of the. You're, like you well, mentioned, Alabama. Alabama would have to win out, hope. That they that uh, LSU lost. I mean, they need LSU to lose to either Arkansas or A and M. They could lose to Arkansas. Oh. They could. Arkansas has yeah. been weird this year. And then somehow at eleven, you know, ten and two, get into the championship game, destroy Georgia, and which the, that isn't going to happen. Yeah, and then yeah. then you would have to consider them. So, yeah. well, I don't like LSU, but I think Brian Kelly, if he finishes. Even losing the SEC championship game, finishes his first year at ten and three. He has done a good job. Yeah, it's amazing how they the later to beat them. I'd be happy as a, that. It's amazing how they've turned that around at LSU. Yeah, I mean, that team that years, came in here, yeah. nobody was. I don't yeah. think anybody was even worried. about They were coming off of a big loss to Tennessee at yeah. home. And they didn't look yeah, good at all. Right. The receivers weren't involved, right, and all of a sudden, right. boom, yeah, they had, they're playing good defense. But again, Robbie, that goes back to my my saying. Every game is its own game. Yeah, it is. Florida, Florida played Tennessee better than LSU did, but yeah, had nothing to do with when they played each other. No. Yeah, Florida, uh, Tennessee had beaten uh, LSU forty thirteen. Yeah. And as you recall, before that week, I was uh, very confident we were going to win, and uh, that didn't turn out too well. But um, hey, Pat, because uh, you alluded to this a couple of minutes ago, uh, we did have a very good defense in the second half. We had three or four third quarter or third down stops. Do you know where no, they we had six? Right? They had six, yeah. yeah. They had six. Okay, never <laughs> forgive me. I'm 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 underestimating. How where will we stand right now as far as nationally? Any idea? In not third, good. Still. In third down stops, still yeah. not good. One twenty eight. I looked it up. You did? Yeah. Oh, really? They've jumped really? all the way up from one thirty to one. What a move, huh? <laughs> Because don't oh, forget wow. well, the first three, excited. the first three third downs that Texas A&M tried, they got. Yeah, no problem. And then they went one for ten the rest of the game. So oh, okay. they definitely made some adjustments, and and finally they worked. But we'll see. Uh, okay. And again, I, I A&M is such a weird team. Um, yeah. And I know they had some guys out with the flu and everything, but those those things happen. Um, when you when you think about in the first half, Devin A. Shane. 
Florida couldn't tackle him, right? They couldn't find They had a chance to tackle him, but couldn't get him on the ground. Okay. What happens in the third quarter? He gets three carries. Yeah. What are you doing? Jimbo, baby. Yeah. Hey, Jimbo. Hey, hey, Robbie, I need to ask you one question on recruiting. Yeah. And I know you don't follow Kentucky, but I was on Twitter, online earlier, Twitter, and I thought I saw something about Kentucky uh, being ranked something like 50th in the country with only 13 recruits. I don't know if you know anything about that. Is that wrong? Or Well, if you read it, it was probably right. I mean, it's still early. If you've only got 13 commitments, yeah, you're not going to be in the top 25 probably. So. And they, they yeah. you know, they're, they're always going to recruit at, that, at a certain level. And um, If they get within the top 25, they're ha- yeah. perfectly happy there. They're about development. Yeah, yeah, they're about developing Welcome. players. So they'll take, they'll take the 25th best year. Yeah. I if, thought maybe I was just reading something, you know, because – my brain doesn't always pay attention, Pat, as you know. Well, the other yeah, thing is, too, you can't evaluate recruiting classes until they're signed. And even then, you still have to, Yeah, you know, you still don't know yeah. for about three years. Like Will Muschamp yeah. used to always tell us, like he was inventing that. Yeah. But the only thing I know about yeah. Kentucky recruiting is a Florida commitment is visiting there this weekend. Will Norman, is that his name, Pat? Yeah. The defensive yeah. tackle? Yeah. Right. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully Florida can hang, hang on to him. I hope so too. And Florida's still looking at other people too. So yeah, absolutely. We ain't done yet, Robbie. Nope. Far okay, from buddy. it, Byron. Far from it. Take care of yourself. You too. I'll talk to you the rest of the week. Yeah, that that is a funny thing when when a player goes somewhere or or doesn't go somewhere or whatever. Um, that I always think about is you never know what the true story is. Whether why he's there, yeah, the, or whether the other team said. that. Yeah, we we think we can get this guy. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and visit somewhere want to go, else. Yeah. yeah, just in case. And you never know. It doesn't mean that I'm I'm not saying that about Will Norman, no. but uh, you never know. Uh, all right, we got to get our last break of the first hour in, and we will do that. Then we'll come back with uh, more. We'll talk a little bit about tonight's rankings reveal. Ooh, Robbie's excited. No, all right, we'll be. But we will talk about it when we come back. You're listening to the tailgate on ESPN. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Paige Marquez. Tonight in the National Hockey League, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be hitting the ice against the Edmond Oilers. Both teams are ranked number four: the Lightning in the Atlantic Division and the Oilers in the Pacific Division. Tune in here at 8 o'clock for live updates and coverage. The Gator men and women's basketball teams opened up the season last night. In men's basketball, Florida played against the Stony Brook Seawolves. The Gators took the win with a score of 81-45. The women's basketball game was against Florida A&M, where they also took that win at 83-55. The Gators men's basketball team will have another matchup on Friday against Kennesaw State. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. My name's Paige Marquez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Do you have a radio voice like that, I, Pat? I don't. Can he's, you do it? He's can got you fake a good one? radio voice. Oh, again, everybody, I'm Mick Huber. No, you, you can't <laughs> copy him. you got to have your own. Uh, I don't have a radio voice. You I don't. just talk like I normally do. Even on the podcast. For a guy that's Abby Normal. <laughs> that was on the other night, Young Frankenstein. Abby Normal. It's hilarious. That is, there is so many funny. What magnificent knockers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> On the front door, I'm talking about. Now you're going to make me laugh thinking about all the, the great lines in that movie. Abby Normal. Abby Normal. It was Abby somewhat. <laughs> Abby Normal. <laughs> if you've never seen that movie. I, it's Putting it, on the Ritz. What about that? Oh. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of my favorites. Um Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman, <laughs> very un, very unknown Gene Hackman yeah. at the time. I was trying to think there was something I watched the other night that I was going to tell you about, but now I, again, I think I am in the early stages. Of, Pat Pat really is forgetting things. I'm forgetting everything today. I don't know what's going on. Here's what I won't forget, and that is that it was a fun weekend to watch football. It, no, it was not great. for you, but for me. Yeah, it was. I I got enough of it though. 
Yeah, you didn't get enough. That Alabama game was worth it. That was so entertaining. So where were you on that? Were you? I was rooting? in the hotel by no, then. No, but where were you? Were you rooting for LSU or Alabama? I was, I was rooting for the upset. I'm tired of Alabama being in the championship game and in the playoff. I'm sick of it. I so I'm look, glad they're out. I kinda and I love w- hearing Alabama fans now talking yeah. like the world has ended. I oh, love it. Oh, it's ending. Yeah. yeah. Saban can't coach anymore, Pat. No, they got to get rid He's of him. He's over the hill. He needs to retire. He can't. Guy just got a five-star quarterback yeah. for you. Although I will say this, quarterback's not their problem. No, it's not. Um, but um, They have no dynamic receivers like they've had in the last few years. That's the biggest issue they it's have. It's huge. And they just don't, I don't know, they don't seem as good defensively. You know, even with Will, they got Will Anderson, and sometimes you forget he's even playing. Well, yeah, last last few games he, he kind of disappeared. Yeah, but um, I was kind of letting the game wash over me. At first I was rooting <laughs> for Alabama because I don't like, I mean, the Brian Kelly LSU combination yeah. is kind of tough for me to root for. Yeah. So I was just letting it wash over me. Yeah, I was, I end, was LSU from the start. As soon as they score uh, in overtime, I go, he's going for two. I, I, did, I, I said the same thing. Yeah. It's in his hands now. You can win the game, go for two. And that's the new college football. Apparently the, that, that two-point player is the same one they beat FSU with a few years ago Yep, in Tallahassee. And it's, few people are talking about it. It's so not a good that play. it's not that uh, complicated a play. It's no. just a tight end going in motion behind the line and and run a little pick or rub yeah. or whatever, and um, you know he didn't do a very good job of covering it. And um, the place went wild. They did. They're happy people right now. But boy, if Arkansas could ruin it for them, that's a high pressure game now for LSU Arkansas, to go on the road and play a, a team that's going to be physical. The crowd's going to be into it. But but Arkansas is just seems like a mess. They yeah, they've kind of melted down here a little bit. Um, I don't know what their problem is. I mean they beat they beat South Carolina pretty uh, handily when yeah. they played them earlier. Yeah, in the they year. did. But they just uh, what are they five and four now? Lose to Liberty. I think that that field goal to hit the top of the upright. Who was they playing? Is that A and M? I think that it was A and M. Yeah, it was A and M. Yeah. I think that. Because A&M beat them, right? Yep. Because, yeah, because remember the guy, yeah. the KJ was trying to go over the top and fumbled, and they ran all they the way ran back. They ran all the way touchdown. back, yeah. And they handed it off. <laughs> um, but they, I mean, that should have been another loss. Right? A&M should be two and, what are they, three and six? They're three and six, I think. They right? should be two They're three and, and seven. And five. They're three and five. Well, they got to play nine games. Yeah. yeah, they got to play nine games. Anyway, his record's getting much worse than someone's now. Well, get the good thing is he's got UMass next week. Not yeah. this week, but next yeah. week. So he'll get a W there. They've got Auburn on the road this week, right? I think. They do. They do. So Auburn, they could win that game too. But Auburn's offense is a wreck. It is. No quarterback. Well, their quarterback is a, is a, is a good run. A he, good athlete. You know what yeah. he reminds me of? I don't want to. Maybe he doesn't remind me. I, I was thinking – uh, kind of reminds me a little bit about Treon of Treon, like he could Trion run around. Treon could throw a lot better than this guy. Yeah, right? he could. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a little a little Driscoll esque. You know, he can really run around. Yeah. But you know, you can't kind of count on him when you're behind, especially. Yeah. And that certainly is an issue. Yeah, um, they're not. They don't have much of a downfield passing and, game. And again, not only did they <clears throat> fire their coach, they fired like four assistants I too. Know. So. That can't be a good situation. But they can run the ball, and A&M's having trouble against the run. So. 
They only gave up the last two games. They only gave up what three oh seven and two ninety. Nice. <laughs> That's, That's not good. That's not good. I I know that much about my. Stats. Yeah, that's stat. Yeah, that's an easy one to call. Yeah, that's and I and that makes no sense to me because, and again, this goes back to when we talk about Florida, how bad they are in defense or have been all year. Is be- they don't have great players, but they're better than they're playing. Yeah, and that's where Texas A&M is. Here's who else is better than we're playing, Robbie and I, because we got through the first hour with no problem. We'll be we back did? with a second hour here on the tailgate. You're listening to it on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. W-R-U-F. W-R-U-F Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. W-R-U-F. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. 
For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our EvenUp Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. So that when you talk about that being a record, you're talking about it being a, a personal family record, right? Yeah, yeah. Like in theory, I could have walked. For What's four your hours record? Two minutes. Yeah, you could have. I don't know, an hour and a half, probably. Okay, you've got no chance at the record. No, I never had a chance <laughs> at the record. I can't believe Tim never walked went over four hours in one minute. Well, it's a long four hours, a long walk. It is. It was in the summer too. It was like the uh, day before the British Open. One summer. But it wasn't as cool as it was at the British Open. No, no. Um, all right, let's get uh, let's get Mark. Mark's got another uh, World War II reference here. Yeah, I called him a while ago. i got to correct myself. I said uh, that it was 0-2 on the road. He actually did have a road when he was 1-2. He, he, he went to Poland. He won there. But that wasn't out of conference game. You know, cupcake game, so we're not going to count that one. Yeah, I mean, they were Poland was fighting with the cavalry. I think tanks, it was so. Eastern Washington or Eastern uh, <laughs> Poland. It was a directional school. I was still laughing about that first comment you made. That's why we're here. I know you guys keep it going. All right, appreciate Later. it. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, we had some good references to uh, winning on the road, which is. Something that it's kind of funny how Mullen was so good at that early, and then yeah, that last year was just embarrassing how they play on the road. Oh, I know. Um, but I was going to talk about that, Robbie. Um, playing on the road? Well, no the the Mullen? the Florida South Carolina series. Oh yeah, has been kind of bizarre in a way, in that the way. Some of these games are the most memorable of all. I mean, you you mentioned the Cox Jarvis Moss, yeah. yeah. 
uh, which is I, some people will argue it was the loudest single moment in the history of Florida Field yeah. of the Swamp. Maybe it was. I I can it argue. It was really loud. I can argue the third down play against FSU in '93. That didn't was, work out. You could feel the noise in yep. your chest on that one. I could argue. Well, my my argument for longest uh, loudest crowd sustained was the Auburn game a couple of years ago. Oh, that was really it was it, good. It never stopped. It was yeah. ten minutes before the game, ten minutes after the game, never stopped. Auburn anyway. fans thought they were piping in crowd noise. Oh, <laughs> you, you, your favorite caller. Uh, called in yesterday and, and accused uh, Georgia of doing that. No, they don't do that. No, he was 90,000 people can make a lot of noise. He was asking me procedurally, and I, where I've seen it, and we saw it in Auburn in 06, yeah. where they were, it wasn't that they were piping in noise, they were playing music while so the quarterback loud. was yeah, under, yeah. or it was, or well, he's in a <laughs> shotgun, but it, while he's getting the snap, they were playing music, and they got either, I yeah. want to say they got fined, I hope they didn't get reprimanded. My recollection was they got fined. They don't care. They won the game. Yeah. But let me ask you, too, about that. But I'll get to that in a minute. South Carolina game. One of my memories that I thought was going to be just awful and turned out to be the greatest, or not the greatest, but one of the greatest, was 95. We're yeah, when there. the weather was like that was a twenty degrees. It was yeah, like. it was like the wind was the blowing. weather map we're looking at right yeah. now, and and as I'm walking from that parking lot, you and I are walking. Things up there. are blowing everywhere. I'm getting hit by pebbles in the yeah. face, and I'm like, "Geez, I look like Nolan Richardson when this is over." And and uh, didn't Spurrier say, "Danny, we need to run the ball"? Yeah, he said. Borfel said, "No, Danny, we just need to run." He goes, "Nah, let's just do what we've always done." And they went out and did what they always did and scored half oh, half a hundred, fifty six to seven. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, and that was the uh, that was the uh, that was when Karen became shot girl that night. Oh yeah, with Tim. <laughs> yeah. Run, gonna run the table. That's yep, what run they the did. table. <laughs> and yeah, they were talking it up. But that was a great one. I got a good one, Pat. In '93, I think they were down 17. '93, I was not there. Uh, yeah, I, you weren't. I know but, what game you're talking and about. In the yeah. second half, uh, the, one of the biggest plays of the game, Florida was on their own one or two yard on their own one or two yard line. They threw a wide receiver screen to Jack Jackson five yards deep in the end zone. He almost got tackled for safety, got free, and went like 55 yards or yeah, so. It was turned the game turned around. Turned the game yeah. around. I think it was 37-26 was the final. Yeah, like but, that. I mean, that play, was, it was like, whoa, the safety. Uh-oh. I know. He broke out. You're like, why are they calling us? Oh, that, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was definitely a good one. In fact, I know my brother Jamie was at that game. I think, I think Karen's dad was at that game, too. Or Karen's family was at that game. A lot of people like going to Columbia. I, I it's personally, a, it's an easy drive. Really. I, I know, and I like I like Five Points. I like yeah, that I area. Too. The trouble with Columbia today is that you can't get a hotel anywhere near them no. anymore. It, they they started, they fell in line with the rest of the SEC and start gouging you. Yeah. And don't have that many anyway. Remember but, when I left the fob back at the hotel room? I had to oh, walk back and get it. That was. <laughs> And they fumbled on the first play. Yeah. Was that Blake Mitchell was their quarterback? I think so, yeah. And the first play, they, he fumbles the snap. I heard it from recovers. the PA system outside the stadium. <laughs> we had this deal where we, we had to have fob, these fobs. For your computer to work. For your computer to work, you had to log in. Every single time yeah. you lo- wanted to write something, you had to log in. And you forgot yours. At the hotel. And there was nothing we could do other than you. And this I had to be- walk back. This is before Uber. Yeah. I don't even know if you could have Ubered. Yeah. But we had, had to, to walk, walk back, back to the hotel. But the good thing was we stayed close enough then. Now, yeah, 
I know. I know. The last two times we went there, we stayed. We were. We're not. I don't even think we were in Colombia. We were. In, no, we. I don't think yeah, we were either. Somewhere way up north. But um, <laughs> Two Notch Road is where we always stayed. Two Notch Road. That's right. Um, we. I was talking about the night that we almost got arrested in Colombia when we were out in the back porch. Oh, that was Doug Finger and company. Doug Finger. And all those Gator fans that won yeah. Must Champ fired. Yeah, and they're all yelling, screaming, drunk. Yeah. And you kept going, morning, way, Morning to you, too, sir. Morning, way, Morning to you, too. <laughs> morning, way. The cops came because we were too. too loud. We were talking about the other day because Gail was there. Yeah, and, Gail Redmond and was there. was there, yeah. The good thing is that Gail and Tim and a couple of us went into the lobby and were watching the game on TV, and I missed all that stuff. All of a sudden, we saw the cops going go back there. It was weird. I, yeah, I was literally walking in the door when they came, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what's going on out there, sir. <laughs> Even though half the fans were yelling at me because I told them, nah, Muschamp shouldn't get fired. Yeah. And they were like, and A few ah, weeks later, you were saying, he needs to be fired. Well, he was fired. But um, that game didn't, didn't go well no. either. But think about this, too. That Spurrier, his, uh, the last game Urban Meyer coached in the SEC was against Spurrier and lost here in Gainesville yeah. with the SEC East on the line. And got destroyed, Marcus Lattimore, and then he Will had like Mus- two hundred yards rushing. Yeah, right? and then Will Muschamp got fired because he lost to Spurrier again. in overtime. Yep, and they, that was the day that I'm sitting there, and you turn to me and you go, "I don't care who wins this game. You need to say that Will Muschamp needs to get fired." Yeah, because they should have never been. That game should have been never was, any doubt. And I said, and it came a week right. after they beat Georgia, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was the weekend. Well, they they were he was on a, a short leash. Where he was very the next short. game he lost, he would probably be gone. And he won like I want to say four in a row, and one of them was Georgia. Yeah, they ran all over Georgia, and you're thinking he may save his job. And then um, it was just a total mess. They just South they got a punt block. Yeah, oh, it was just just awful. threw the game away. Yeah, and he did get fired. But yeah, it's kind of interesting. The next that, day he got fired, didn't he? Yeah. I think he, he did. did the day, yeah, the day after, did. yeah. Yep. And remember, Spurrier was all, oh, Will's doing a great job here. He loved Will Muskie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I hated I hated, I hated, hated to beat him. Yeah, I really did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see what David's got for us today. What's going on, David? What's up? That, uh, that South Carolina game you're talking about, I remember being in the stands. I think it was Jonathan. No, it couldn't have been Jonathan Bullard. It was a defensive lineman we had. And the ball got tipped up with the South Carolina quarterback in the end zone. This defensive lineman dove for the ball, and it hit him in the fingertips and rolled onto the turf. And I remember thinking when we lost that game, if that defensive lineman had fallen just three inches forward, that he would have caught an interception for a touchdown in the end zone, and we would have won that game. And we might have ended up with Muschamp for another year. Well, it worked out better the way it did. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Um, I wanted to um, ask, you know, I see a lot of articles now talking about Anthony Richardson slowly turning the corner and um, how he's been kind of using this season to do that. Um, I kind of want to go back in time, though. And um, do you remember when Mullen got here, we had Franks, Trask, and it was Allen was the other quarterback? Yeah. And Allen was like a four-star drop-back passer from St. Thomas, correct? Yes, correct. Um, Jake Allen, right? Tra- yeah. Jake Allen. Jake Allen. Now, how can I remember that, but I, I couldn't know. remember what we were – Blue Water Bay. I couldn't remember the name of Blue Water Bay, but I, I can um, remember that it was Jake Allen. 
Well, Jake Allen, if I remember, was like a four-star quarterback, and he was um, like touted as a drop-back passer, and that's why you know McElwain uh, recruited him. But do you think that after seeing the success Trask had as a drop-back passer, Mullen had any regret about kind of instructing Allen to leave? Because we really never got to see anything of him. I don't know if he amounted anything anywhere. He else. ended up in an Ivy League school, I think. Or that was don't... Tyler Morning Wedge. Morning Wedge. Went to an Ivy League school. Morning, Wahey. But I think Jake Allen did too. He went to a small. Look, Google it, Pat. I, I'm trying, but I'm all okay. I'm getting is a hockey player. Oh. Um, <laughs> I guess there's a guy named Jake Allen that's. Yeah, it, it became obvious to everybody. Uh, he went to Dartmouth. Dartmouth, yeah, yeah. See, but yeah, I think every it was obvious in practice he was not good enough to play at this level with Jake Allen. Uh, I, I think, yeah, 6'3 guy, too. Yeah, I think that he, was his call to leave. Yeah. That he wasn't, He knew he was okay. never going to play here. Because I was wondering if it would, had to be because um, cause, uh, Mullen wanted to run have a more mobile quarterback, which is why he saw Franks at first. Um, one thing I'll say oh, about... There, there uh, was, believe me, he fell in love with Felipe because he thought it was going to be another Dak. Yeah. And that's what he yeah. wanted to have, that kind of guy. Yeah, it didn't, never worked out that one. Oh, definitely not. Um, I will say, you know, good on Felipe though. He's making a living in the league, right? He now. is. You're right. Um, and he's, I mean, he's a, ta- I mean, I don't want to say he's a Taysom Hill type role, but he's played tight end, wide receiver. He's backing up Kyle Pitts right now, but he's also put, took snaps at quarterback. So whatever you got to do to hang on. There. Yeah, there's no question. He's a great athlete. You could tell that when he was here. Remember that long run against A and M he had? In the oh yeah, swamp? he could have just made it ten more yards. Yeah. Just one that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, he he looked like a, a a newborn deer on that run. It was yeah, he was taken around, off, but yeah. he kept going. Yeah, you you know who was like a really graceful runner? Didn't really get credit for. It? I think Driscoll was a pretty graceful runner. He was. He had that long know. stride. He the did. long stride. Yeah, I remember the against Texas A and M. He he kept that bootleg, yeah. and man, he just blew by people. Yeah. If you could get, if you got him five yards past the line of scrimmage with no contact, it was like. He just built up ahead of Steve, and uh, he was like, I'm, I'm happy he's made a living in there, too. Because, I mean, look, I'm a Gator fan first and foremost. Most You leave the University of Florida, I don't care what happens to you. That's how I feel. I'm a Steelers fan, too. If you leave the Steelers, like, good luck to you on your future endeavors. Ain't my problem. Yeah. However, yeah. I can acknowledge as a fan of the Gators and of the Steelers, but of the Gators, I can acknowledge that we do have a history of, turning players into the bad guy sometimes. And I hate to see that because, like, I mean, I attended UF when Driscoll was there, and I was there for the year that we went 11-1 and one, and then the year following and the year following, and I got to see that kind of um, – it went from, like, people just crowding around the man, just, like, all excited that he was there, to, to him being kind of a pariah, which was – I mean, I don't know. I thought that was kind of unfair. But, um, well, look, I mean, there, there was a point where I think it was Gene Wojciechowski was here to interview him to do this story on the next Tebow. And oh, yeah, because he could Yeah, he could he run, he could game, throw. Yeah. And, and by the time he left, he left here because he wanted to get away from, you know, all, all, the, to, all, well, all the negative yeah. things that were going on uh, around him. And, you know, they had they'd benched him for Treon and – uh, was not a good, and I think he's still in the NFL. I think he is too. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he's. I mean, he's doing decent. Um, what the thing? Yeah, I want by to the way, Jake Allen. I'm just looking up. I'm because now you made me curious. Uh, 
really only played a few snaps for um, Dartmouth. Dartmouth, and then he's one year got canceled from the pandemic because they canceled everything in the Ivy Leagues. And I can't find no evidence that he played in 2021, so he moved forward with his life. Oh, um, I you know what was what's crazy is um, besides you take Trask out of the equation, and AR is getting there, but I think that honestly, like. It's weird to say this, but Luke Del Rio might have been our most consistent quarterback, and uh, that's that's insane to come out of someone's mouth. But uh, well, and the, I mean, his problem was that one year he played with so many injuries, and especially the shoulder uh, yeah. problem. Uh, but I mean, he. Oh, how now? You got me remembering the Malik Zaire hype train. Oh God, that oh, was God. that was a big disappointment. It didn't oh, take gosh. long, though. That first game, they stuck him in at the end of that Michigan game. He went, oh, this guy can't play at all. Yeah, yeah. You knew right away. <laughs> and then they start. Remember, he was comp- – I guess his family was really complaining about how they wouldn't play him. And didn't when, he start at Missouri and Yeah, flock? back when he got fired, and he w- he went out there, and he was awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So, like, I keep coming back to this. My question on AR is, I mean, I feel like he's going to come back one more year. And if you watch – I've seen, like, you see flashes and, you know, like that third quarter against Georgia, he was amazing. Uh, if, he, if, if he had that for all four quarters, we might have beat Georgia. Who knows? But our defense also had to show up. Second half of Georgia, we beat – if you just go off of the second half score, we won 17-14. Yeah. But when you allow 28 points in the first half, it's a hole to dig yourself out of. What I'm seeing with AR, though, is that – like, and I know people that do like the tutoring for the athletes and stuff. And I, he's a he's a he's a oh, almost an overstudier. And I brought this up a little bit ago that you know he's doing everything right. He does his reads right, and then it's like, oh, the guy comes up field, I got to hand it off. And every now and then he's just got to keep it, yeah. make the guy miss, and then take off. But I think that you're starting to see now that he's been in it for like as the guy for so long. And he is he's getting more reps. It's not just about making the right decision as far as what the read demands. It's about making the right decision as far as what the what the game demands. And I think he's learning the difference between that. And I've seen that progress all year. And I think this Texas A and M game was kind of a key point for him uh, to be able to say, okay, I'm finding my balance. And I think that he, I, if he comes back next year, I have a feeling he could be like a late first round draft pick. Um, if he goes out this year, who knows? He's a freak athlete. Someone could take a chance on him. But it only takes one. I really hope he, yeah. It only takes one. And, I, and yeah. I think that he has like that chance to, if he comes back one more year. And I'd love to have him. And that's where I hate when you got fans booing and stuff. Like, look, I hate when Napier wastes three timeouts in the first half more than anybody. But. I want those, uh, and I have every everybody has every right to boo whatever, but um, booing your own players when you know their potential and everything—that's what puts a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. So, well, David, question, question. Now, real quick because we got to get our we got to get a break, but I will say this: the the recruits that are in the stands don't know who you're booing, so that's why you, you're booing. Like you got you a need. right to boo, yeah. but if you're booing, you're only hurting your own program. Because the recruits oh, yeah. don't know if you're booing the coach yeah. or the player or, yeah. or you know, something and else. And if you leave early, like Miami yeah. fans did uh, last week, they notice that too. But if you've got enough money, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And then, All right, real quick with a question, David. Yeah, real quick. Sorry, I keep getting off track. Um, do you guys think against uh, South Carolina, 
Uh, what's your over? I think uh, over under, and I'll give you the yard. Two hundred yards passing, a hundred yards rushing for AR. Over under, and I'll take it off the air. Y'all have a good one. Okay, thanks I, a lot. I, I might go with the over on that. Um, yeah, you know, if the defense gives them the ball. Here's the thing about their defense: they're eleventh in the SEC in rushing defense. Yeah, and you would think Florida is going to be able to establish the run and be able to do it. Now, I will say this: they are going to come after. The running game. They're going to make well, yeah, Anthony gonna, Richardson beat load up the box. Throw. There's no question about it. And that's going to be an interesting thing to see the progress that he's made. We've yeah. got to get a break. We're way behind. So we'll take that break. We'll come back with more. We'll take a couple more phone calls here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Paige Marquez. The second poll for the college football playoff rankings are getting released tonight at 7. The Gator men and women's basketball teams opened up the season last night. In men's basketball, Florida played against the Stony Brook Seawolves. The Gators took the win with a score of 81-45. to The women's basketball game was against Florida A&M. The Gators took that win at 83-55. and Tonight in the National Hockey League, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be hitting the ice against the Edmund Oilers. Both teams are ranked number four, the Lightning in the Atlantic Division and the Oilers in this Pacific Division. Tune in here at 8 o'clock for live updates and coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Paige Marquez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget to tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry, so stop in today. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community 
is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, my man Seth getting my song on there. I, he asked me for some new songs. And what I, was the song you gave him? What's the Frequency Kenneth by oh. R.E.M.? Oh. Well, do you know what that's about? No. The, remember when Dan Rather got mugged? And and the guy he said the guy kept yelling at him, What's the Frequency Kenneth? What's the Frequency <laughs> Kenneth? He got mugged, like somewhere in New York, I think. Well, it was shocking. <laughs> I know. So they did a whole so, they did a song. It has nothing to do with him getting yeah. mugged, but it's... Just What's the frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> Pretty, I love that song. I love the guitar riff to start it out. Let's you marry it. go to another David. What's going on, David? Yeah, hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, the previous David, I think he wants his own show. He was, <laughs> he was going, going on, on and on there a little bit. He had strong <laughs> opinions. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Uh, he didn't say anything it. unintelligent, so as long as that goes on, yeah, he we'll, was we'll leave you on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he wasn't a cattleman, is what you're saying. So, yeah, actually, um, he's up next. He's up so, next, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in the on-deck okay, circle. <laughs> All right, well, I'll try to take you to the end of the show then. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but uh, the couple of loud games that you, you – know, you talk about the South Carolina with Jarvis Moss. That was pretty loud then and uh, pretty huge, right, because we don't win a national championship without the that last blocked field goal. <clears throat> They don't win. A, they don't win a national championship without that illegal procedure play. I know that. They I mean, they, yards they, didn't the they hit Sidney right. Rice down, down like the by the three line, yard yeah. line or yeah. something? And they were that was the yeah. game. The game was over, and uh, yeah. they called that. Yeah, guy did flinch, but he barely flinched. But he did flinch. It is scary when you think about how that could have changed everything. Sometimes you got to be you like the Doring touchdown against Kentucky. As long as you don't there. have Zook luck. Yeah, Zook yeah. had no luck. Yeah, no luck. Uh, another loud one I was there for was was it ninety seven was that the FSU yeah, game yeah that was um, really loud yeah 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 and the town was crazy too after the game it was I mean, like you know, they'd I'm, won a championship well, really that, that exactly night. The, the, the only they reminded me of eighty uh, four uh, with the SEC cha- uh, the SEC uh, championship or whatever I was before the championship game right uh, it was eighty four first SEC uh, yeah it was yeah. But they yeah. won it in Lexington and then came home. Correct. And the and the swamp well, it wasn't packed, but there were a lot of people there yeah. and they, they dipped the the plane's wings over the stadium when they went over to so the players could all see it. They all ran over to one side and they're like, You know, <laughs> this plane could crash. <laughs> we're gonna if flip you do over that. here. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh I was there a student then and uh you know, even though it was an away game, it was still you know, the town was nuts. I mean you you couldn't drive on University Avenue or it was just, um, yeah. You know where crazy. I was? I was at Florida State, South Carolina, and Columbia. Oh God! Believe it or not, I was at, I was at the Lexington game. Were you? Yeah. Where you wow. know the post game yeah. locker room where Galen Hall was named the head coach in the locker room after the game. Yep. 
No, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I was at I was actually at a Florida State game in Tallahassee. Oh, okay. I was at everybody says where were you in Florida, Florida, Georgia in '84. I was at a Florida State, South Carolina game. South Carolina game. South Carolina beat the crap out of FSU that day. I mean, physically beat them. I went to the, you could go in the locker room then. Yeah. Half the players were getting stitches. It was unbelievable. Oh, God. Yeah. That was yeah. a really good it's South hard. Carolina team. Was Craig Barnes there? I believe he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pot roast head. and the last thing uh, on AR is I. Yeah, do you think I don't think he's coming back? I mean, I think he's going to be a first round pick this year. That's what they're saying. So I think he's going to go. Yeah, I think he's so early in his development, he needs to come back. And if he, he keeps developing like he is, he will be yeah. first round pick a year a year from now. I think he needs to do what he he wants to do. And and again, I uh, yeah. Do I think he'll be a better player down the road if he doesn't go out? Yeah, but. We're not dealing with family situation. We're not dealing with the fact that he very well could still go in the first round and collect a lot of money. Yeah. You know? But there's no uh, yeah. doubt if he stays yeah. on his current track, the way he's developing now, if he does come back next year, he could be one of the elite players in college football. But there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a chance yeah. for that. One last thing I was listening to, uh, you know, Dan Mullen, he's on um, a show uh, once a week on Sirius XM. Um, and I was listening to him today. He was talking about his, uh, you know, when he got fired and all that, uh, the recruiting class. You know, he was claiming, he claims he had this great recruiting class coming in. I don't know if there was any truth to that, but he said he had a bunch of players that didn't, didn't want to, you know, he had them committed, but didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to come out and say they were committed. Yeah, that's a very that's easy a likely, thing to say. Yeah, that is a likely story. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, David. Yeah, it's just like the old story that, that Lamar Jackson was going to come here if Will didn't get fired. Yeah. Maybe he would have, but I don't know if he would have, but, I mean, he didn't. So yeah, it didn't, it didn't happen. That's all that matters. Let's go ahead and talk to uh, Tennessee Mike, see what he's got for us today. What's up, Mike? Hey, Robbie, where you been? Uh, they put me in cold storage there for a while. <laughs> yeah, we we tried chopping his head off and doing yeah. like Ted Williams. But yeah, when I was I was right month, next to Ted there for a few days. <laughs> yeah, another month, another cattle call. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, doing well. Hope you are too. Hey uh, guys, I want to use my call today on the uh, coaching carousel, but um, I want to say one thing real quickly on South Carolina guys. Um, I've lived on and off in Charleston. Mount Pleasant is the community of mine for about a decade. And I think that, um, South Carolina gets a little bit of a bad rap. I know you've probably talked to Coach Spurrier about this, probably both of y'all. Um, we all know losing history and all that. Um, but uh, they've got a great fan base. Uh, they small do. State, small state. It's a growing state. It's a pretty beautiful state. But, you know, and they got to fight Clemson in state. Um, I would probably compare it to if you just sawed off Florida and there was no Miami and it was just Florida was half as big and it was just Florida and Florida State. Yeah. Well, you know, South Carolina has one of the best game day atmospheres out there. I mean, it's really yeah. loud. Their fans they, are great. If they saw it off the bottom half of Florida, would the hurricane still hit us? <laughs> May, it might pass by. Yeah, yeah might slip yeah, right by. What about Nicole, by the way? What about Nicole's? Nicole going to blow through town? Right, it's supposed could to. Could be, yeah, it could. Yeah. It's on track right now. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, you know, guys, I think Coach Spurrier had to spend a lot of time breaking that losing culture, and they definitely have a losing culture. But um, I think if old Spur Dog didn't get lucky with uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Lattimore, and Clowney, who were all in-state dudes, they were getting ready to pop old Spur Dog. It was, what, year six before he got it rolling over there? 
Yeah, it took him a while. They definitely did. They weren't going to pop him though. Uh, he they they loved him there, and he he had al- was already winning more games. And uh, you know, don't forget Lou Holtz had left that program in shambles. They remember they had the big fight and they couldn't go to a bowl I, game. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, well, just kind of a nice break for uh, Spurrier, the Clowney, Lattimore, and um, Alshon Jeffrey, all three fabulous players, stayed in state and didn't go to Clemson. Yeah, that well, is. I mean, do that. you think maybe he recruited well? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, uh, Duels, year six, most coaches don't get year six anymore unless your name's Spurrier. I mean, if, if you were named Samson or whatever, he would probably wouldn't have seen year six. Well, especially nowadays. I mean, when Harrison gets fired after a year and a half at Auburn, so – there yeah, you go. And that, that leads me to where I was going, Robbie. I'll just throw this at y'all real quick. I think Auburn is interesting, but before I ask you about Auburn, guys, everybody's been, you know, on the recruiting trail. All, all Saban's about done. Saban's 70, 71, blah, blah, blah. But his quality of life next 12 months, yeah, he's cashing that big check. But would it surprise any of y'all if uh, Saban retired at the end of the season? It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Would it you, Pat? It would surprise me. I. I think he. I don't think he wants to do anything else. Yeah, but I don't think he would want to go out this way either with yeah. two losses and people grousing about did it. Did you see the rant he had on his show last night? I heard about it. It was unbelievable. It. But it's he, everything he said was dead right, and that's why I yeah. kind of like Nick Saban because he's right about a lot of these things. Yeah, yeah, but but Pat, this is a fan base who threw a brick through Bill Curry's window when he went eleven and one, and yeah, they they, the they will turn they'll turn on you quick. Yeah, but they don't want to let it slide. They take it yeah. seriously. They don't let it slide. They don't want to see the program decay like a lot of schools let that happen. But uh, I, I, I would not be surprised to see. I mean, he's, he looks a little ragged, haggard on the sidelines. He is 71 years old. He's got his hands all over a Ferrari dealership now in Nashville, Mercedes. Probably get a huge TV yeah, gig. I wouldn't, I, be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised to see him retire. I, I, I would be. I still think I, I really believe that Nick Saban is going to die as a football coach. Kind of like Bear okay. Bryant. Kind of like Bear Bryant, who did die after. Right. He, yeah, after he quit, he died. By I the way, Cattleman, I, I did want to point this out because uh, I know Coach Spurrier listens to the show a lot. How many losing seasons did he have in those first five years? Um, did he, uh, yeah, I'd have to uh, hit Wikipedia, but I don't. I'm going to say no. I don't think his first five or six years were very impressive. Uh, if he's out there in Radio Land, seven and five, eight and five, six and six, seven and six, seven and six. And then nine and yeah, five, and, 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 and then three days, straight eleven year eleven. Right, right but, it, but right in those days, though, Pat six and six didn't get you to a bowl game. No, it did. I yeah. know you went. When did, when did six and six teams start getting bowl eligible? Uh, they went in um, whatever on that. I, I want yeah, to ask the coaches. Oh eight, no nine. Yeah. Hey guys, um, uh, speaking of Auburn, real quickly, uh, what do y'all figure on that? Uh, Kiffin gonna hang out at Ole Miss? I don't think. I think Kiffin's on the move, but Hugh Freeze. What do y'all? figure on Auburn you know I, I, I every time I bring up Hugh Freeze somebody shoots it down and I'm like well I think maybe at this point everybody you know Greg Sankey's gonna say it's it's cool you know, yeah go ahead and hire the guy you know yeah. we hired Bruce Pearl so you know um, you're okay to come back uh, to the league and I think he'd be a great hire. I mean, I, I mentioned this to Robbie earlier. They lead the nation in sacks. I know. So yeah, look at the job he's done at Liberty. It's been amazing. And then um, I don't know. I don't know if, um, if if Lane wants to put up with those meddling boosts. Yeah, I mean, being in the league, he knows what it's like at Auburn. Kiffin does. I don't know if he'd want to take that on. All right, guys, three quick uh, coach names. I'm going to get out of y'all's way. Okay. Um, as y'all know, I'm, I'm the biggest – 
Chucky Gruden fan out there. I'm yeah. really hoping it's a match made in heaven in U- at USF. I'd that like could happen. You on UCF, USF, but but two more coaches. I'd also like to know what y'all think about Mullen and um, Meyer getting back. Uh, usually, you don't want to sit out of the game two years. One's fine on TV, but not two. But give me a good long look at uh, Chucky to USF, and y'all hang in there. All right, appreciate. There's the call. been a lot of talk about that. Yeah, in the last I mean, and days, again, so. you're going to get people that are going to be upset because of the things he did in his emails, you know. Uh, but I do think he's kind of a hero down there. There's no question about it. I could see that happen. Now, do you want to take that job? Would be the question. Well, he, that's got a, a major rebuild right yeah, now. I mean, I mean, the Scott last coach did not do what four and twenty six. Yeah, Scott did not was not the coach everybody thought he was going to I don't be. think Dan Mullen will coach in college again. I think if he does coach again, he'll be in the NFL. And I, Urban is done. He's I, not going to coach anymore. Urban told us the other night he's done. I, I, I've I talked to him privately about it. I, I think he's finished uh, as being a I think coach. he's enjoying his retirement and his TV he gig. He is, very much. All right, we got to get a break, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up because we're going to get out of here a little bit early. Uh, you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Tropical storm alerts remain in effect for our area. Tonight, increasing cloud cover staying gusty with low temperatures in the upper 50s tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, cloudy gusts up to 30 miles an hour possible. We'll have an increasing chance for downpours, especially during the evening. And tomorrow night, Nicole expected to make landfall along the Treasure Coast. On and off downpours all day on Thursday with tropical storm force winds expected. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. They finally are calling carrying. What Jordan does is a carry. I was so proud. They called it not once but twice, but three times. I went, yes, yes. That's a big advantage. But they are, they're calling that, and I like it. It's about time. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, just a couple minutes here left because uh, I have to get out of here. Um, I quarterback club. love going to the quarterback club and look forward to going over there. Sean Kelly speaking tonight. Uh, tonight they will be the reveal of the next – I used to call it the next four instead of the uh, – certainly in the final four. But Yeah. Um, so who would – let me ask you this question first. Who would you put as your top four? My top four? Yeah. Georgia one, of course. Yeah. Ohio State. I don't two. even think there is a two. Yeah, Ohio State two, Michigan three, and then I'm Tennessee sits at four. It's all out there for Tennessee right now. They they're not gonna have to play in the championship game. If their only loss is to number one Georgia on the road, they're they're gonna be in the playoff. Well, I would I would go Georgia, Michigan. I think Michigan's better than Ohio State. Well, we'll yeah, we'll find we'll out see. soon enough. We'll yeah. find out, yeah. Uh, Ohio State, and then I would go TCU just because well, they, they haven't. Yeah, they, they haven't I mean, lost. you look at the wins that they've gotten too. They've beaten all the good teams except for Texas, and yeah. they're playing them Saturday. That'll be that, they're they're fun to watch, Pat. Their offense doesn't matter really if they're good. behind; they yeah. they can come back and win. Yeah, they're um, an entertaining team to watch, and we'll see who it is. And I, I think TCU will sneak in there at four tonight. I just got a feeling they're going to. Well, good. I want different teams in there. So that, yeah. that's good. Should be interesting though. All right, that is going to do it for our show today. Uh, appreciate Robbie for being in here, stepping in for the ill Jeff Cardozo. Hopefully he rests his voice and we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we're getting out a little bit early so I can go to the quarterback club and Robbie can go do the things that Robbie Andrew does. All right, looking forward to it. <laughs> I know what they are. Uh, thanks to Kate for doing such a great job of producing and putting up with us. Everybody stay safe. We'll be back tomorrow, though. We'll see about Thursday. Who knows what's going to be happening Thursday We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully Jeff will be okay, and we'll be in here to another tailgate. Until then, Pat Dooley for Robbie Andrew. I'm deep, I'm way back, and I am out of here. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Paige Marquez. Tonight in the National Hockey League, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be hitting the ice against the Edmund Oilers. Both teams are ranked number four, the Lightning in the Atlantic Division and the Oilers in the Pacific Division. Tune in here at 8 o'clock for live updates and coverage.
The second poll for the college football playoff rankings are getting released tonight at 7. In Gator basketball, men's and women's teams opened up this season last night. In men's basketball, Florida played against the Stony Brook Seawolves. The Gators took the win with a score of 81-45. to The women's basketball game was against Florida A&M, where they also took a win at 83-55. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Paige Marquette. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.